listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What is up, guys? This is episode 69. Yeah, that's right. It's the nice episode 69 of the regular show. Thank you for your patience, everybody. Um, I have a very special first-time guest with me, and hopefully we'll have her back on again for some more good episodes, Stephanie Harrison. Hi. Uh, Stephanie, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the queen of pop. We are talking about Madonna tonight. Madonna, that's correct. Um, What is your earliest memory of Madonna? Um, I would say my earliest memory of Madonna was when... My sister and I were younger, and my mom, we were cleaning, and I remember um, when I was younger, the pop-up videos on VH1 would come up, and shout out to the 90s kids, and I remember seeing and hearing Material Girl, and my sister and I would say, it's Adana without the M, so it would be Adana, so that I would say was my earliest memory of being introduced to her music. I love it. Um... For me, I would have been four or five, and I remember, um, yes, you know, VH1, MTV, they always played music videos constantly back in the good old days, mm-hmm. uh, and before ridiculousness, but mm-hmm. um, I remember when her uh, album came out with uh, Ray of Light. Oh, I love that music video. That is one of my most favorite music videos like the technology at the time and everything for the 90s was actually surprisingly good and looking back on it now like you would think that it was made just yesterday right and just it dated really well it's a good song that song could hold up today you know as a dance hit or anything Mm -hmm. um and that and beautiful stranger and i just remember awesome powers oh my goodness yes (laughs) she was so and i was like man this this chick is like gorgeous and she would have been like 42 or something at the time. Yeah, I think she's like in her, I think she has to be 62, 60 or 62 now. Yeah, she she hasn't aged a day. No, not at all. Um, So, that's good. I'm glad we have good fond memories. Sometimes people's introductions to artists and things like that are negative. I don't know how. Oh, yeah, me either. Madonna's the queen. We love Madonna at the regular show. Um, So, you know, before we get into the um, list, Mm -hmm. Madonna, she can do it all. She can act, she can sing, she can dance, she can do it all. Um, what is your favorite Madonna movie? My favorite Donna, Madonna movie of all time is Desperately Seeking Susan. It's everything I love about the 80s from the fashion to the bad acting to the music. I love everything about Desperately Seeking Susan. Excellent. And her favorite song of mine from the 80s is in that movie, It's Into the Groove. That is my favorite. Actually, no, I'm torn between Into the Groove and Like a Prayer. But Into the Groove is like my first favorite Madonna's 80s song. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Brendan, I think that's his favorite. Like a Prayer? Uh, Into into the the Groove. groove. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite. Um, very good. My my favorite Madonna movie is actually Die Another Day, which... Um, oh, yes, that music video was great, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, the music video, like, she fights herself or something in the music video, and then, like, she doesn't find out until the very end. 
I think, yeah. if memory serves me correctly. That was a cool music video. There's like all this James Bond memorabilia. And, um, it actually brings me into my dishonorable mentions. Because mm-hmm. while it is my favorite movie with Madonna, and you know, there are plenty. She actually had a great amount of movies that she's mm-hmm. been in. Um, but Die Another Day is one of my least favorite Madonna songs. Why? Um, I, I feel like anything Madonna touches turns into gold. Yeah. So in my mind, or in my like in my heart and mind, like she can do no wrong. So I'm very interested in like. I like to. I like to be controversial, just because if I'm I'm too sweet and saccharine on the podcast, people are like, "Bit." Mm-hmm. So I like to bring a little bit of edge uh, to the show. But I just found that, and I like I'm a James Bond monster. I've I love never it. seen those movies. Oh. Ever. So I love them. I love them so <laughs> much. Um, like it's cheesy, almost like I don't know how to explain it. She had a very particular sound in that time. Mm-hmm. That was like around that music album with "Don't Tell Me" and music. Oh, I think it was her last good album. Okay, so I kind of yeah. going to redact what I said. Like with everything touch it, she touches turns it into gold. You didn't like American Life? No, I. I liked it. Okay, I will say everything Madonna turn, touched turned into gold until after her music album. I think that was like the last great one that she had. Yeah. So up until up until the music album, everything she touched turned into gold. And after that... She's trying. God bless yeah, her. Yeah, she's trying, which is great. Good for her. And like I said, I absolutely love Madonna. But... <laughs> but so I feel like she's trying too hard now to stay relevant. I just feel like she just needs to stay true to herself. <laughs> true blue, like the Madonna song. Oh, I love that song. Um, and I'll only do two, just because. Um, but and I, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. What? Vogue. Couldn't stand Vogue. What? Can't stand it. Oh my goodness, can't, that's such can't. a classic. I, I know. can't go wrong with Vogue. I know. That was a weird... Tra- like, I feel like she had a few transition periods where she was going from that poppy, poppy, poppy stuff mm-hmm. to, like, a little bit more serious, mm-hmm. relaxed approach. And Vogue was right at the tail end of that first, like, pop wave, right before she got into the erotica stuff and all the sexual stuff. Oh, that's my stuff. favorite part of Madonna. I'm not going to... Sure. <laughs> like, as a feminist and as a woman, and she just, like, pushes the envelope, and that's why I love her so much. Like, she just, uh, she really does not care. And that's something I aspire to emulate. So, oh, that was my favorite part of Madonna. Like, yeah. in the sex book, I have been looking for it. There's only, like, so many copies right. in the world. And I am determined to get my hands on one of them. If anybody listening has their hands on the sex book by Madonna, please let us know. Um, yes. For Stephanie, for Stephanie. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you don't want. I don't know. Like, I just think I'll that. I'll borrow it from you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hear Vanilla Ice is it. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I actually heard that a few years ago, and I never would have thought that the singer that or the rapper that sings Ice Ice Baby would be in that book. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I actually, no lie, I woke up with that song in my head. Saturday morning um, and I went for a walk and I just had that song on repeat I, isn't that funny how certain songs can just pop in your head mm-hmm. without rhyme or reason yeah so oh, yeah. Vanilla Ice just was in my head the other day I love that song <laughs> that's the only Vanilla Ice song I really care well, about he's a one hit wonder though isn't he mm-hmm. and he stole from Freddie Mercury and David Bowie yep <laughs> 
But he, he denied it. Oh, first. yeah, of course. <laughs> now, I think that's the bad boy edge that drew Madonna to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just making that up. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, anyways, I, I don't like to be too negative. Uh, did you have any dishonorable mentions? or? Um, well, I think I kind of mentioned it before. Like, I think that after the uh, music album, I think she's just trying too hard, if sure. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still good, but it's not... It's too similar to other modern acts. Yeah, and Madonna just really set herself apart and really set that standard high. Um, my favorite version of Madonna is 80s Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just love everything about 80s Madonna. My my most favorite, even more than Into the Groove, I would have to say, is Like a Prayer. And what I love even more, and I might get a lot, for the, a lot of flack for this, but the Like a Prayer video, I like just as much as the song because it was so controversial. It brought a lot of feathers. Oh, it did. And especially for the time, the music video is as old as me. I'm 32. So um, I remember asking my parents about it. And of course, they weren't fans of <laughs> Madonna at that moment because of the burning crosses and stuff. But I don't know. I just like it. I just think it. she just didn't... It goes back to her not caring. And she's just all about symbolism and creativity yeah creativity yeah freedom of speech right which is all you know our first amendment and you know she just pushes that envelope and she doesn't care and that i would have to say is my most favorite um because it just has everything from like religious message from like to social justice you know and civil rights and just i absolutely love that music video and i still think it's as relevant back then as it is now but that's just that's just me sure enough of being on my soapbox oh you're good <laughs> we'll, we'll talk a little bit about like a prayer a little bit i, I have a very good hunch <laughs> um but for now i'm gonna i'm gonna start this one uh stephanie uh, just so you feel get a feel for it okay um i'll get into my honorable mentions okay and then we'll um, have you do your honorable mentions okay and then from 10 to 1 we're gonna bounce back and forth okay all right. All right. Sounds good. So let's get into it. Um, coming in at the last on my list at 15 is Hung Up. Um, this came out in, what, 2007, I think? Ish, yeah. Um, this song uses the sample from the ABBA song. Is it um, weird that I went through an ABBA phase when I was, like, in seventh grade? I oh, love Oh, I've been through an ABBA phase Ab- for the last really? 20 years. Oh, I love ABBA still, but, like... In seventh grade, I had like their posters. I had my parents bought me like a little disco ball. Do you remember the 18s? Yes, that's yeah. what got me into them. I knew so it. That's my parents so funny. said, you know what? Here, and they're like they're copying ABBA. So yes, I went through a strange, quirky oh. ABBA phase in middle school. I don't judge. <laughs> Some of my fondest memories are dancing around in my bedroom with my parents and my sisters to Dancing Queen with a little disco strobe light. I wonder, I don't know where that went. I, where could you find one? Because I kind of want one now. Spencer's Gifts, maybe. Oh, I'll have to check that out at the Dying Aviation Mall. Yeah, shout out to malls. (laughs) We miss you. We miss the 90s malls. Do you remember the 90s Oh, yes. God, yeah. Those were the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Hung Up, it's a, you know, it's a fun little dance number. Every little thing that you say or do, Hung Up. Up on you. It's got a great hook. It's fun. It's uh, driving, and I, I love that. Uh, it's a great friggin' riff. Uh, up next, number fourteen. Uh, 
people can call me out on it, Ray of Light. It was, you know, the first Madonna song that I, I really liked as a kid. Um, the music video was great, like you were saying. That is my favorite 90s Madonna song, hands down. Um, and, you know, and it's a fun song. Like, she had some really great dance club hits mm -hmm. uh, in the last 25 years. And um, I feel like that was that was the real start of that, yeah. that era of Madonna. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's fun. I don't know, it's a fun, fun driving song. Um, my number 13, you know, and I, I don't know, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of flack from people. <laughs> I, I say that with every song, but um, Like a Virgin, I know. I love, I love it, though. Uh, it goes back to it's everything 80s, it's cheesy, it's great. And, that, you know, that was really controversial when it came out. And then when she was at the VMAs, like, rolling around in her wedding dress, or in a wedding dress. Right. I thought that was great. Like, it was just, it, I don't know, I just, I love Madonna. And, like, today it would have been celebrated and encouraged, and people would not have, well, most people would not have been offended. I and think. I feel like she set that tone, though. I just feel like she, Madonna really, truly paved the way for a lot of female artists, and I just feel like anything, anyone, like, okay, I love me some Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is my spirit animal. Uh, like circa 2013, 2014, Miley. <laughs> I love her. Um, but when she did the VMAs, like with a huge foam finger, like yeah. that didn't, as great as that was, I feel like it didn't impress me. I feel like the shock value is just like, I feel like everyone tries to have that shock value. Everyone tries to have, sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. Everyone tries to have that like shock value that Madonna did, but it's already been done. Like she's done it all like, She's the trailblazer, and if it wasn't for Madonna, there would be, like, no Britney Spears. By the way, free Britney. Um, there would be no Christina Aguilera. There would have been no Miley, you know. Lady uh, Gaga? No, oh, certainly no Lady Gaga, which, who I absolutely love her, too. Um, but, yeah, there would have been none of those women. Not that they didn't get famous on their own merit and their own talent, but I just feel like Madonna, again truly paved the way for those women you know and if she wasn't uh like i said rolling around the stage of the 1984 vmas in a wedding dress like you wouldn't have he heard of all these other artists and i feel like madonna is going to be one of those artists like prince like michael jackson uh like tom petty that you know yeah they've gotten a lot of recognition but madonna is just when she passes away one day i feel like all of a sudden everyone's going to come out of the woodwork and you know, just finally give her the recognition that she so righteously or rightfully deserves. Sure. I, you know, it's funny. I was not huge into Madonna as a kid. Like, my aunt liked her a lot. Mm -hmm. She'd, like, always play her uh, music in the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, a, a five-year-old boy, like, yeah, mm -hmm. Madonna, that's, that's girl shit. But, you know, the older I get, the more I, I have an appreciation for all music and, uh, Madonna's been one of those artists that really stood the hit, test of time. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, she, uh, you know, outside of just being eye candy for me as a five-year-old <laughs> child, she she's really you know come into her own. Musically. Oh yeah, she's wonderful. I just I like I said when I was little, I knew who she was, but I didn't get into her again until I or really get into her music until I was in middle school. Um, like I want to say sixth, seventh grade. I think I actually had 
oh my gosh, this is so cringy. I can't believe I'm going to be like saying this on the podcast for everybody to hear. But when I was little, um, AIM was really popular, like AOL Messenger. Yeah. And screen names, like you had to think long and hard about the screen name that you wanted. And mine was like, I think it was like, Madonna wannabe or like I want to be Madonna something like that Madonna like yeah or something like to that effect my parents were not thrilled but they were all like okay like if that's what you really (laughs) really (laughs) want (laughs) but yeah oh I went through like a Madonna phase where like I tried dressing like her like the 80s PG version obviously (laughs) right and I used to when I was like in high school like in ninth grade I was her for Halloween and um I drew the, like the little black mole, like um, I think it was like it was like the liquid eyeliner, and I drew it like on my face. <laughs> I was not cute, and I like I had a mouthful of braces. It was just I was not cute. I was not a cute teenager at all. <laughs> That's funny though. I um, um, oh, I'm sure my parents still have pictures because they have like boxes and like albums full of pictures of us growing up. Sure, there's like evidence somewhere that they have stored away. Yeah, I hope they never find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, if anything comes missing, we'll we'll know where it happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my number twelve uh, is is into the groove. Yes, my favorite '80s Madonna song. <laughs> um, it's you know what's funny is the beginning of this reminds me of "Stand Back" by Stevie. Yes, Max. they do sound similar. Right. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I no, feel they crazy. do sound similar when you think about it. Yeah, but it's a you know, like you said, it's another great poppy dance song. Get into the groove, boy. You better prove your love to me. I I just I think it's great stuff. Um, I think they used it on an episode of Saturday Night Live uh, in the first airing of this one sketch with, uh, what's his name, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory? Oh, um, yes, I know who you're talking about. I forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. And then they actually had to take it out of um, like the YouTube and the reruns um, because of copyright or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, just anytime I hear that song, all I think of is 80s dance clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love it. It's a great sound. Uh, it's one of her her best pop songs. I wish I was born earlier than 1989, like maybe like 25 years earlier, just so I could like experience like the, it just sound, the 80s sounded like a rad time. I'm so sad and bummed that I was born at the very tail end of them. Right. A lot of cocaine. A lot yeah, of cocaine. Oh, um, I wouldn't know, but that's the word on the sh- the word on the street. Yeah, we missed out on all the cocaine. <laughs> oh no, I'm terrible. Um, yeah, guys, don't don't do cocaine. Whatever no, you do, it's bad for your nose. Yeah, it's not. They call it nose candy, but trust me, it's it's not good. I don't know. I've never done it. I wouldn't know either. You know, I I took my dare class. So, um, oh gosh, I remember like do you remember the assemblies? Oh yeah, the dare assemblies as a kid. Those were my favorite. <laughs> like cuz it meant that I didn't have to do schoolwork and I was like, yeah, <laughs> we get to put on the drunk beer goggles and walk around. This is great. My uncle walks like this a lot, you know, stuff like that. I feel like you know what? It's funny. I feel like everyone has like that drunk uncle, that pervy uncle. We used to call him drunkle. Yeah, really. <laughs> the racist uncle. I feel like everyone has like 
at least one of those or all of those in your family. Sometimes it's all into one. Oh, yeah, all rolled into one. It's triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just, I had, thankfully I didn't have the racist or the pervy uncle. I just had, I have a couple of fun uh, uncles that just have a little bit too much to drink. So I can think of two or three in particular. So, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like everyone has those in their family, those three types of uncles. What's well, an uncle without a little bit of booze, you know? That's true. <laughs> Some of my best lessons are from my drunk uncles. <laughs> That's good. That's words of wisdom. Um, I'm a happy drunk. I, I'd never understood how people get, get angry drunk. Like, it's yeah, just too much get, fun to be had. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, my last honorable mention is music. You, oh, yes, her last good album. <laughs> yeah, I remember this song was huge yes, as a child. Yes, it was on the radio all of that summer. It came out in 2000, I believe. Yeah. It was right when I was going into middle school, and I remember hearing that on the radio all of the time. That was such a hit. Um, yeah, I feel, oh, you know what song I love from that album is, um, Don't Tell Me. Um, and I love, I don't know. You don't know that no, one? No, I'm just messing with you, because, you know, when um, people are like, don't tell me, like, because they're oh, trying to think the, of it. Oh, sorry, it goes yeah. over my head. You're good. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I feel like, um, like, I should have been born a blonde, because a lot of stuff goes over my head, like, That's just it. now. <laughs> is, what's Madonna's natural hair color? Is she um, a natural blonde, or is she a brunette? I think... I'm not sure. I want to say I think I think she might be, but I'm not sure. She's had so many changes over the years. Like Maybe she's a ginger and she's yeah. been fooling us all the whole time. Oh my gosh, you know what? I wish I were a ginger. I'm not even kidding you. When I was younger, when The Parent Trap came out with Lindsay Lohan, I was like 9 or 10 when that came out and I wanted to be a ginger. Like I wanted to be a redhead and I'm so upset that it skipped me um i have a couple of cousins who are redhead redheads on my dad's side and oh i just would give anything i just think um women and men who have red hair are like some of the me the most beautiful people in the world i'm not even kidding i would just give anything to be a redhead shout out to the lucky charms guy we love you at the great Glue show um no i'm just messing with you yeah it's it's a great like I always wanted to go to Ireland. I was thought oh, it was me a beautiful too. country. I would love to. My grandparents went there. My dad's parents, my grandma and grandpa Harrison. Um, I think they went like for their fiftieth it was either their fiftieth anniversary or my grandpa's seventieth birthday. Like everyone chipped in and they got to go to Ireland and they didn't want to come back and I don't blame them. They didn't I want would, to come back. I would oh, I love I would love to visit Ireland. That's on my bucket of European countries to visit. That's good. I yeah, that's one that I definitely want to check out. Mm -hmm. um, mostly so I can hear an Irish old Irish priest go, "What are you doing? Get <laughs> off the field." Um, I don't know. I just do par terrible accents, but um, <laughs> no, I thought that was pretty good. It was better than anything I could have done. Oh, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, but that that gets you know that's all my honorable mentions. Do you have five honorable mentions? Um, so my five honorable mentions um, would have to be into the groove, music, um, like a prayer, um, let's see, like a virgin, and I would have to say erotica because I just think that was like her really just pushing the envelope. 
and just really not giving a shit about anything or anybody and just yeah that is like I love Ray of Light and that album and Beautiful Stranger but I have to say her early 90s stuff is just I don't know it's a feminist in me I guess I just love how she just really has just again paved the way for not just like women in music just like women being able to express themselves and just not apologizing for it or feeling ashamed of themselves and I just think she has given a great platform for women and especially with erotica and the sex book and I don't know I just think there's something to be said about women empowering women and just not being ashamed of your body or how you choose to express yourself, which is a great song, by the way. I wasn't even leaning right. into that one. And it's one. not born this way. Remember that. Folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Two remember. Songs. Oh, do you think Lady Gaga like copied that from her? I like, don't. I don't know if it's necessarily copying or if it was inspired by or you know. Yeah, I love Lady Gaga. I feel like she's like our generation's Madonna. I love and. Madonna, like, she can do and say whatever she wants, but I feel like the way that she treated Lady Gaga was just completely, like, I don't know. I know that they've had a complicated relationship, you know, and I just feel like, what an honor. Like, I feel like she should have, that's the only time I didn't like her or didn't care for Madonna. I feel like you should be honored that someone looks up to you. Especially a musical much. genius like Lady Gaga. Yeah, oh, and she's, you know, Lady Gaga really has just, um, she's a great artist and actress in her own right. And I just think, is she, is she inspired my Madonna? 100%, especially in her um, earlier years when she first came out. Like, with the, like, what was she dressed in? Like, meat? Meat. You know, um, and just like... Her, like a sack, potato sack. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. I think her earlier years were definitely inspired by Madonna, but I really feel like Lady Gaga is a great artist in her own right, too. And um, A Star is Born, oh my goodness. I think I t was talking to you about this. I couldn't talk about it for three days after I saw the ending of the movie. Um, and Bradley Cooper can sing. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Who I, knew? Oh, I know. See, Bradley Cooper, he's like, he's my hall pass. Like him and Denzel Washington, you know, he's like a silver fox. Oh, yeah. You know, like, but Bradley, uh, Bradley Cooper, he's another one. Like, he can do no wrong. In my eyes, I'm like, who knew that he could sing? But that soundtrack is still good. I still listen to it all of the time. But, you know, I only saw A Star is Born once. Really? Because it wrecked me that much at the end because it was such a... Have you seen it? No, not yet. I'm telling you, everyone or Is it like the Barbara Streisand one? Oh my, yes, when she's like telling Chris, 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 oh, that's a fucking mouthful. When she was telling Chris Christopherson, like, he's cold, but he's cold. It's like that, but like 10 times worse. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I've only seen A Star Is Born once because the movie is so beautiful. And like, I feel like it's one of those movies, like, when you truly like love someone like on that level. Like, it's like, the, you know what? I can compare it to 
the bodyguard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. When you just like love somebody, like and they had great the, chemistry. Oh my gosh, Kevin Costner and Whitney. Oh, Whitney Houston's another great one. I love her. She's one of my favorite female artists too. But um, when I think about her, I get so emotional. Oh, wink, so wink. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Oh, my mom loved her. But uh no lady going back to Lady Gaga though, she really I feel like she definitely um loves like has gotten her inspiration from Madonna, but I feel like she's really even before Stars Born came out, I feel like she really just became her own and wasn't emulating Madonna so much. But I'm telling you, anyone who hasn't seen a Star is Born, get your wine, get your tissues. Because I'm telling you, you're going to feel so Get your sad. lotion. No. Yeah, oh no, no. No lotion. You're just going to be needing your tissues and wine. <laughs> and just drowning your sorrows in wine while you're like drying up your face with the Kleenex. <laughs> right, your face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm terrible. <sighs> but um, yeah, I'm definitely, I'll have to watch it. That's oh yeah, point. seriously. I'll, you know, I will watch it again with you. Like, but it's just, uh so stinking good so good that's good i look for it because i i love bradley cooper i you know ever since the hangover i thought he was just fantastic oh yeah i mean i i like that okay so i love the hangover the very first one i think the sequels were trying too hard i love them i love the whole trilogy oh my gosh those are some because i i looked well i didn't look but i tried to look like zach alfanakis oh my god for the whole (laughs) i love him i went to my zach alfanakis face oh do you know how many times people have said i'm like the alan of the group like yeah because i'm so awkward and trying to you know the wolf pack and yeah i love alan's character oh but yeah, I think the first one was the funniest because I just I think it was one of those movies where it was like lightning in a pan. Like it was one of those like you will never get that again, no matter how hard you try. I remember back in the day, I I used to be obsessed. Where the hell is it? Oh, it's the color cover photo. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's a different fine. album. I'll find it. Um, there we go. Yeah. So that was. Oh my goodness, you kind of do look like him. Yeah. It was great. It was good times. It was good times. <laughs> oh. We did the whole thing, yeah. It was it was fun. But um, that brings us to our 10, our top 10. Okay. Um, so, you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Sure. My 10th my favorite Madonna song of all time is Hanky Panky. I, okay, this is going to sound terrible. I've never heard of it. Really? Yeah, I don't. I think that is like the first and only time I've never heard of a Madonna song. I'm gonna have ever. to show you this song after the podcast. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. This was on an album. Um, let's find it. Hanky Panky. So, it was off of her "I'm Breathless" album. Okay. Um, songs inspired from Dick Tracy. Oh, okay. And this is one of those songs that. I had not heard it until I was like 13 years old mm-hmm. and um, some 90s, like retro uh, Sunday night 90s. Oh, yes, you know. I remember those. Like on Fly 92 or like something yeah. like that, like or 99.5. Yes, I remember those. And this song, um, I, I was like, what the fuck is this? When mm-hmm. I heard it, I was like, I can't believe uh, that they would like... That, that they would play this on the radio. Not that I wasn't offended by any means. I was actually really 
surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. The 13-year-old me was like, oh boy, this is great. <laughs> you know, as 13-year-old boys do. But, um, yeah, let me just find some of the words. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Some girls, they like candy. Others, they like to grind. I'll settle for the back of your hand somewhere on my behind. Uh, treat me like I'm a bad girl, even when I'm being good to you. I don't want you to thank me. You can just spank me. Um, Scandalous. I'm here for it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, it's phenomenal. Like, when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> um, of course, you know, from the first time I heard it till now, I'm like, this is, I had to put it in my top ten. Um, just based off of the pure, like, what <laughs> factor alone. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And... And I think it I'm goes a better back person to, for it. <laughs> I think it goes to show, like, again, with the shock factor, like, that was in the early 90s, like, oh, when, yeah. yeah, like, it was still, our culture was not as progressive. I mean, we still have a long way to go, um, but it wasn't, we're not nearly as conservative, I think, anyways, we were 30 years ago, but, like I said, it goes back to shock value, like, when artists try to be edgy, it's like, Madonna's already done it, like... What hasn't she done that you're trying to copy? Like, it's just right. not original. She is a pioneer. Yeah, she is. Um, do you have a number 10? Um, I, like I said, I think just anything all 80s. Like, all 80s Madonna, like True Blue, uh, Cherish. I really like that song. Um, just, like I said, anything 80s Madonna, I just think is golden. Um... I also really like the album Bedtime Stories. I love the song Secret. And then my other favorite song um, from that album is Take a Bow. Um, I really I rediscovered that song in the past like, year and it's just so relatable and I love it. Um, but yeah, anything 80s related, Madonna, I love. So, but I have to say that's my top 10, anything 80s, Madonna. Okay. Um, my number nine is Frozen. Yes. Oh my gosh. I almost forgot about that song. That's, you know what? I'm going to have to listen to that on my way home. Like, I almost forgot about that song completely. It is such, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Um. Oh, you know what's a really good song that came out right around that time? And it's another great song that I think anyone like going through a breakup or like a tough time can just relate to is the power of goodbye yeah that's another phenomenal song like ooh, madonna's getting deep with these two songs <laughs> and uh that's a really great album like i don't know i i feel like that's my favorite one. Oh, you know what so, like i don't know why it just popped in my head so you know how ray of light went really fast and it was like fast patient like uh fast paced you know what music video was super slow and I absolutely didn't like it. And my sister's <laughs> like, this music video is so dumb. And I think she copied the idea and like made it opposite as um, the Sarah McLaughlin song, Adia. Yeah. Did you ever see that music video no. where everything is in slow motion? I have and to she's watch just like this standing now. there. Oh, it's I love the Sarah worst. McLaughlin. Re oh my yeah. gosh. I can't with oh, her. I like love I just, I don't, you know what? You are not the first guy that I've ever met 
that like Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. I don't know what it is with like guys. Like, what she is it just, about her? She's got such like an ethereal voice. It's like I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah, and just, the songs are just great pop songs. Aren't I just I can't with her. Like the, okay, the only song I like by her is like building a mystery yeah, that's, and that's, that's the song. only one that i like but you know who i think she like i don't know i just you know who like i think is better than her is like natalie merchant i love oh i love natalie oh merchant. i love natalie merchant jewel Ju- yes like those yeah. are the real mvp like, i love them all and, oh i just sarah mclaughlin yeah. i can't with her really? i just i don't know what oh god <laughs> i don't know what it is <laughs> you give me like four hours and those three like their big albums like yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, I think you're like the second guy or third guy that I've ever known that likes her. Yeah. It's <laughs> she just, I don't know. I don't know. It all started when I was like four or five years old. I can't. I, I, <laughs> oh, you know what song? Okay. The only other song I like, to, like by her, and even though I don't like the music video, is Adia. Yeah. Adia and Building Mystery. Are what, they, what about um, the Toy Story 2 song? <laughs> with the doll and she's like ah, the girl mm-hmm. left me and it's so sad no mm-hmm. oh god that's so sad oh you know who's really great too is tori amos i you see i never got into her what no. see how you feel about tori's how i feel about sarah like i yeah. can't that's fair that's fair i think we'll agree to agree <laughs> on the yeah that the switch <laughs> yeah shit that's funny because i would put those two together mm-hmm. i would group those two um what the hell was I gonna say? Um, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked of okay. my like disdain for Sarah McLaughlin. Like, and I, I throw Sinead O'Connor into that. Oh, like, I love, you know, she, you know, she's edgy too, and I yeah. feel like, I feel like, I, and this is just coming from someone who is a left Catholic. I'm not religious in any sense of the word. It's when she ripped up the picture Pope. of the uh, Pope John Paul II, like. I, when I had heard about that, I'm like, you go, girl. Like, you smash the patriarchy, you go. Like, I could talk about that all day. Like, oh, yeah. I just, I thought that was so edgy. Like, if she did that now, Nobody no would. one would bat an eye. No. But again, it was the early 90s, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Do you know how many it? letters were written? Yeah, and it destroyed her career. But now, if she did it, like, she would be celebrated, and she would be like, yeah, like, you know, or even had she done it ten years later, like when the whole scandal was coming out, like there's actually a great interview with her. Um, this just came out mm-hmm. like a month ago. Really, um, Sinead O'Connor. I'm I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna send it to you because um, I read it myself and like I don't think she really wanted to be in the spotlight. To be honest with you. Yeah, she seems like one of those artists where she truly does not like the attention and oh, you know who wrote that song? Nothing compares to you. Prince is Prince. Yeah. He's a genius. I anyone who knows me knows I love Prince. It's borderline obsession. I love him and I was so sad that when he passed away. I want to visit Paisley Park in Minnesota. That is one of those places I would drop good money. To go, like I would go on a road trip and spend an obscene amount of money just to go and I wouldn't even and the great thing about Prince is when he would hold concerts there like he would tell everyone you're not able to bring like because he was he was like Sinead like very private like he didn't want pictures taken he just wanted everyone to enjoy the music and the company of each other you know right. how neat is oh, I would have loved to have met him 
seemed like a really cool guy. And I always appreciated the fact that, like, because he lived in Minnesota, uh, that he didn't talk like, you know, a Minnesotan would, you Yeah, know? they, you know, they, you know what, actually, I agree with you because there is a woman who's um, a vlogger, and her name is Katie Joy. She has her own um, YouTube and Instagram called Without a Crystal Ball, and she, like, does everything pop culture and reality TV. She's incredible. She's really reliable, and she's from Minnesota, and you can hear, it's like a mix of like, like, like a leprechaun, like Irish. Oh yeah, yeah jeepers. Was, yeah, slash Canadian. Like, it's really just, I think it's a neat accent, like, I don't like, um, I don't like our, or at least my upstate New York accent, like, my brother-in-law, who's from Long Island, can hear it with me. Yeah. And my family, like, okay, has anyone told you that, like, you pronounce, like, mock you for the way that... You pronounce Stewart's? Sturts? Yeah. Like Oh, my, I don't call it Sturts. I yeah, just know I what everybody else calls it Sturts. <laughs> yeah. My brother in law swears that like he goes, I don't re-, he's like, I don't really hear like your upstate accent that much, but he's like Stewart's is like the only word that I, you're like, Oh my gosh, he goes, You sound like such an upstater. But yeah, like it's isn't it funny like yeah. how people like I know this isn't related to music at all, but like how people like different parts of the country like have different accents like the southern accent i like a good southern drawl oh yeah i do it's like smooth like a baby's bottom and i just i love a good southern accent i love a good i'm impartial to the new york accent because my mom's from new york um but yeah i just would have to say those are my two favorite um i guess accents of our country and i don't know how we got on that but i'm okay with it oh it's okay (laughs) um that was number nine? Yes, Frozen. I think so. Sorry, we got You're a tangent. Good. Oh, that's okay. It good. all started on Sarah McLaughlin. I'm blaming Sarah. It was her fault in her music video for Adia. I gotta watch <laughs> this music video now. I'm t- it's horrible. I, but I, you'll probably like it yeah, because you dig Sarah. I so. love Sarah <laughs> You'll have to leave me a review. I will. I, I will let you know. Um, speaking of Sarah McLaughlin, this next uh, number eight has nothing to do with her, um, but it's secret. Oh, I love that song. I, I love that song. Feel like this was right, right in that, like what ninety four? Yeah, mid nineties. Um, right before the um, Evita, and oh, right after the sex on stuff. Evita, I think she did a phenomenal job on Evita. Um, did you cry for her? Yes, Argentina. I cried for Argentina. Um, it's so funny. My best friend Megan. Um, we've been best friends for almost 20 years. Her mom loves Madonna too. And she always says that like Evita is like the movie that she cleans her house to. Sure. <laughs> she loves it in the soundtrack so much. I've witnessed it before she does like listen to it while, or like watch the movie slash sing to it. But oh, I think she did a phenomenal job in Evita. That's one of my favorite movies from the 90s. So good. Excellent. Yeah. I uh, know a friend of the show, Shelly, loves uh, Evita too. Oh, it's so good. She'll she'll start on it too. She'll tell you <laughs> all about it. Um, Secret was such a like that was one of my earlier Madonna songs that I remember as a kid hearing all the time. Mm, my aunt would play it all the time, and um, I love that hip hop beat. Yeah, I feel like she did a great job. You know, I don't know if it was her, or if it was the producer, who did what. But oh, I think Madonna like has definitely. She's like the. Um, 
Ah, uh, for the lack of a better of the word, like she's the train conductor. Like she's definitely in control. Creative drive. Yeah, creative drive behind her career. Like she doesn't take. I don't think like she'll at, let anyone dictate like what she likes or what she doesn't like. I mean, I'm sure she takes sound advice, but at the end of the day, she's like, it's my career. Like I know what's best, and I just I love her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I just I feel like this song. It's it not only does it sound cool, mm-hmm. but um. It still sounds good, like, 27 years later. It, it doesn't, holds up. Yeah, it does. Um, and what a great, like, just, yeah. Something's coming over. Mm-hmm. She's just, I love that song. It's such a good song. Uh, and then, um, number seven. My number seven is Don't Tell Me. Yes, that is my favorite. I just, I love the music video. I love the cowboy video, which is, like, walking on like a like not a treadmill but you know what i mean and then you change the scenery and everything yeah Yeah. i love it that is one of my that i think is a really great song vastly underrated i think you know and i i like it more than music um i feel like it it's a very underrated song Mm -hmm. people don't remember it as much Mm -hmm. um you know if i was to talk to somebody of course, if I just walked up to somebody randomly on the street, like, yeah, I know you remember Don't Tell Me by Madonna, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, once you get into the conversation, then you bring it up, they'd be like, eh, I remember music, music. more. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song stuck with me as a kid, and I just, that guitar riff at the beginning, ding, 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 I thought that was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she used a great, you know, that was another great use of, like, hip-hop beats mm-hmm. and... Uh, I just like how she stayed relevant. Yeah. Like, yeah, she just has stayed relevant and has stood the test of time. I would love to see her in concert. I don't, I, again, even like the nosebleeds would be like an obscene sure. amount of money, but I. Just to be within like the same vicinity, stadium as Yeah, this as her. I, I had a, I have a good friend of mine, Jimmy, who has seen her like, I want to say. Dragon? Uh, no, not Jimmy the Dragon. Shout out to Jimmy. But we love you. But he's my friend Jimmy went to school with Jimmy Farrell at Lake George. So um, my friend Jimmy um, has seen her, I want to say, close to 10 times. I want to say between 5 and 10. But, oh, yeah, and he, I think he's the one person who loves Madonna and Britney more than me. Like the one of the few, which is shocking because anyone who knows me sees my timeline or my Facebook posts about free Britney. But... Oh, speaking of Madonna moments, remember when her and Madonna kissed at the VMAs? Oh my! Trust me, ten-year-old me remembers that. You were only ten when that came out. Oh my gosh! Two thousand three, right? Yeah. So I was fourteen. So oh, I always forget that I'm a few years older than you. Um, I have that effect on people. (laughs) Well, no, that's a good thing because you're very mature. But um, oh my goodness, I remember seeing that as it happened and my parents always like watched it with us like you know just in you know just right in case some naked guy runs across the screen yeah or something or another and my parents both their mouths were agape and my dad goes she fucking did it again like it's like oh my god what is she doing yeah (laughs) but it was i just i honestly it was edgy and she you know, like, she's just edgy. She just knows how to get people talking about her. And I just, she's a genius because right around that time, like, uh, Die Another Day yeah. was out. Like, she just knows how to, like, get everyone talking. And just, yeah, like, I mean, if you did it now, if you saw that now, you'd be like, oh, she's already done it. Like, big deal. But 
even almost 20 years ago, that was a huge deal. But People now it's just like, yeah, and now it's just like, okay, you know, it's just, it's, you know, but like I said earlier in the podcast, I just think Madonna's great in the sense where she's like, own it, like, don't be ashamed of yourself, express yourself, just do what you want and have no shame. And that's what I love about her. Like she, Madonna, like Madonna has helped me in just owning it and just being confident in myself and just I just think she's a, a, a great role model for women and not everyone is going to agree and that's fine but I just think she's a fantastic role model for women and yep. just owning their sexuality and just unapologetic not being exactly not being ashamed about it nothing to be ashamed of um that was number seven yes my number six papa don't preach Oh, yeah, you know, actually, um, I remember hearing about this, that, because it was, a, like, a song about, like, pro, like, not pro-choice, pro-life, and Tipper Gore, who, back in the 80s, was all like, oh, we need a parental advisory sticker, and yada, 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 and, yeah. like, super conservative. Isn't uh, she Al Gore's wife? Yeah. Which is, like, a shock, because he's a Democrat and pretty liberal, and she was on, you know... Right. Um, the the not Ty, Tyree, she was just on the like. Um, we gotta protect the kids' yeah, ears because the kids, the kids can't think for themselves. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and she actually typically like gave Madonna a compliment about like that song, um, saying like, "Wow, like I really am impressed with Madonna." Like, she's like she had said like that's not the kind of song I would expect you know her to sing about. Right. But yeah, that's a really good song though it's too. It's a great song. Like the I, instrumental's great. The the words are great. I just think it's like one of those hidden gems from her. Like, don't tell me. You know, yeah. like you almost forget about it until someone mentions it. Right. I you know I don't like to use the word overshadowed, but I feel like a lot of the other songs um, from the '80s people are going to bring up faster. Yeah, in exactly. Um, you're like a virgin's. You're you know like, like a prayer. prayers. Like a Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. like a, you know, anything. Yeah. But no, I'm just terrible. But, um, I love that song. Yeah, she's she's just so great. And every song that she did sounded different from the last. Exactly. And it she wasn't, wasn't copying herself. She did that on purpose. She said in an interview, like, she just wants to reinvent herself, like, with every album. Because she, I think she had said, like, she was afraid of, like, just being the same and just Cookie fading. Cutter. Yeah, you know, and... Like the opposite of ACDC. She's that, like the yeah. opposite of ACDC. I'm not a fan of ACDC. I couldn't have never gotten into them. That's one of those bands. I love Thunderstruck. Yeah, and the only song I do like by them is Shook Me All Night Long, and that is the one and only song I like from them. I just, I can't get into it, and I thought I would get into it because my favorite band is Guns N' Roses, and Axl Rose, like, was filling in as a lead singer, and I thought, okay, maybe I could get into it now, but, and I love his voice, even though it's shot the shit now. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, I still cannot get into AC, ACDC. Not even with my favorite lead singer of all time. I mean, after hearing the same song ten times over, it's like... Yeah, oh. I feel like all their songs sound the same. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. No offense to the ACDC oh, they fans. Can, we, they can come yeah. at me. Like, <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I like uh, Big Balls and I like um, Thunderstruck. Those are my favorites. Yeah, TNT's I, okay. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Their songs all sound the same. You can come at me. I will argue that all day long, that all of her songs sound the same. <laughs> hey, that's fair. 
Uh, that brings us into the top five. Okay. Now, top five, I don't know. Maybe you'll think I'm uh, crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm okay. always oh, that Is it like taste. what you don't like or do like? Top. Yeah, okay. favorites. Top okay. five favorites. Okay. Um, so we'll start off number five, Take a Bow. Love that song. Oh, my gosh. It's been on, like, my playlist for ten months. I ab- Like, I have... You know those songs like you could just relate to like and you never could relate to it before and you're just like oh my gosh this song was you know who i feel like that about taylor swift yeah i was never a swift fan until really? her 1989 album to be completely honest because she just annoyed me with that right. bubblegum pop shit but it goes back to the same of like how you can really relate to a song and take a bow is just one of those songs that you could just completely relate to if you've been in a relationship like that and oh so good so relatable that is like has been my favorite song you deserve a role uh, an award for the role that you played like oh i love that so oh me too oh yes that that whole entire song i'm all about it i'm here for it i love it that's one that stuck with me as a kid i don't know why just i thought it sonically sounded great Mm -hmm. um and it's funny, I was listening to it the other day, and I thought that the backing vocals... Um, it's Babyface. Uh, he sings that. He sings the background. I thought he sounded like Herbert from Family Guy really? at one point. I will f- try to find the the one part, but if you guys listen to Take a Bow, keep your ears peered. Ears peeled. Um, <laughs> and let me know what you think, because there's that one point where he si- sounds a little whistly, and he... Uh, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it for you, but... Mm. Um, I think it's a great song, uh, and that was off of the Secret album mm-hmm. too. Um, bedtime stories. Bedtime stories. Yeah, that was that was a great time for music. I, I'm oh, a I '90s so guy. Oh, me too. I love the R&B. Like, if you had to pick a favorite R&B song from the '90s, which would it be? If you had to like pick one song. Fuck. Um, or one of your favorites. It doesn't wait, have to so be like. There's so many good ones. I mean. Boys to Men had some great shit. Oh, I love Boys to Men. My, I would have to say my favorite one is Return of the Mac. Yes, that is like Return my favorite. Yeah. My... <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that is my favorite. Yeah, nineties was a great time for R and B. Yeah, truly. I, yeah, man, don't even get me started. <laughs> that, that'll turn into a whole another podcast. Oh, I, oh yes, I oh I love Jay Z. Jay Z is my fa- absolute favorite. I love him. Who's he? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was going to say, I'm kidding, oh, I'm I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> you should see my face. I was going to say, are you serious? I'm, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. I, I loved Hard Knock Life. I thought that was great. Oh, that was great. I just, I love Can I Get Out. That is my uh, favorite what, one. What? Yeah. Oh, yes. I get, oh, I love him. And Collision Course was great. With yes. Park. Oh, I absolutely love Jay Z. And I love, like, his protege, which. I thought was going to be more famous than he was was John Rule. Yeah. It's like my guilty pleasure like late 90s early 2000s. I'm not going to lie. I thought that they missed on a huge opportunity with Dr. Dre and oh, Jay-Z. Oh, And they should have collabed and been Dre-Z. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I might yeah. just be crazy. Oh, I love Dr. Dre. I love NWA like Snoop Dogg. Like I just feel like Jay. Oh, and Tupac. You can't forget Tupac. Are you more like? I think we had this conversation yeah. before. Was I that- like. I like Biggie's sound more, but I I think I like Tupac's songs more. Yeah, I do too. If that makes like, sense. Like I feel like Biggie, and dare I say it, and again, they y'all can come after me. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I think Biggie was more like commercial, to be honest. And then I feel like. 
Tupac was more like artistic. Um, yeah, more artistic and deeper. Right. Like if that makes any sense. But I mean, Biggie's great though. Too. Do you think they'll ever solve the Tupac and Biggie cases? I, you know, um, as long as there's money to be made and TV shows to be made yeah, and movies that's to be made, maybe they won't. I don't know. I think. Do you think Suge Knight had anything? Hundred percent. With yeah. Hundred percent. Everything. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Be t- behind both murders or just a lot, a lot of the, the things that have gone on. But oh yeah, you know, I think it's, oh it's a, that's a whole other podcast. I don't want I don't want Suge Knight to find me. I don't I don't <laughs> no, need Suge Knight him. knocking on my door. Yeah, in a small town Ding in upstate <laughs> New York. <laughs> oh shit, here he comes. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, God, no, nah, that guy scares the shit out of oh, me. If there is one yeah. person, oh my gosh. Did you watch the um, Straight Outta Compton? Yes, that yeah. is a great. Movie, I absolutely, you know, I, uh, NW, oh my gosh, did I ever tell you the story? This will make everyone laugh. My uncle Mark is not going to be impressed with this, <laughs> but, uh, cause he's a teacher now, but, um, he is hysterical. So my grandpa, besides being a firefighter, he what, owned his own landscaping business for 45 years and my dad and my uncle's would work for him like throughout various times in their lives mostly when they were teenagers and young adults in college so my uncle mark was had taken my grandpa's truck to go do a job or like meet up with a client something or another and my uncle was by himself and he had the nw tape in my grandpa's cassette player and he had forgotten to take it out so then my grandpa got in the truck with (laughs) Um, either like one of his workers or a client, something or another. My grandpa went to go hit play at WA Street and a Compton is playing my grandpa's. Son. Tell him where you're from. Yeah. And, and, oh, and my oh. grandpa like came in the house, I guess, and had the cassette in his hand. And my grandpa says, Mark, what the hell was this music? I was in the car with someone. Crazy <laughs> motherfucker named Ice Cube. Crazy yeah. motherfucker named Grandpa. <laughs> right. But no, that is one of my most favorite stories. I'm like, oh my gosh, my grandpa, who like was born in the 1930s, like, listening to that. And actually, another funny thing, and it relates to Madonna, is I remember one day, I'm not sure like how Madonna came up. Like, I think I was like coming in from a run or something, and my grandpa goes, oh, where are you listening to on your iP- on your iPod, Majigger thing there? And I was like, oh, I'm listening to Madonna and. He, like, was talking about Madonna. I'm like, you know who she is? And my grandpa's like, yeah, I know who she is. It just surprised me because he's just this, like, old... Grizzled. Yeah, like, Marine Corps vet, like, you know, Vietnam veteran, like, just really just a tough guy. And I'm like, you know Madonna? And he goes, like, I knew her before you were even born. Like, it's just, it's funny. Sure. Like, when old, you don't think your grandparents or your parents know certain music or anything like that. But, but his kids were listening to it, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, I'm sure, like, with the oldest four, probably, but it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I find new things out from my grandparents all the time. Oh, my gosh. See, I miss that with my grandpa. He's since passed away. Um, it'll be six years ago in September, and just, like, being able to have fun stuff like, oh, my grandpa was horrible with technology, the complete opposite of my grandma, and we were trying to teach him how to email, and he goes, what's so wrong with just writing a goddamn letter and sending it in the mail, like, what, and we're like, no, it's instantaneous, and he was just not, he still, he had a track phone that belongs in the Smithsonian, like, just, like the brick? Yeah, like a, like a flip phone, like, it was just, 
it was just really funny and just cute and he just would not he was very stubborn and just not into technology like at all I could I could talk about my grandpa like all day long like he was just wonderful and funny and just like with the music it just killed me because I didn't think that he would know who Madonna or NWA was right <laughs> he was he was well versed in the music oh, yeah. of our time oh yes <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I feel like I would do the same thing to my dad just as a prank. <laughs> like, yeah, I made you a whole mix CD and just nothing but straight. Like, yeah, NWA, like gangster rap. Tupac. Like. And, yeah, <laughs> he would love that for about 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Like. <laughs> oh, man, but, you know, it's fun. It's yeah. That's what memories oh, are all about. so funny, though? Did your parents do this like mine did? When I was in middle school, like, we weren't allowed to listen to Eminem, obviously, because we were young. Right. But my parents were like, don't listen to Eminem. He's bad. Not that he's, <laughs> like, you know, his lyrics are too adult. My parents yeah. were listening to Eminem, like, the entire time. I'm right. like, what? You listen to rap music? Oh, I'm like, yeah. yeah, my parents like Jay-Z and, you know, rap. And I'm like, what? My parents didn't have as cool of a music taste. Um, it wasn't really, like, anything was banned or restricted. My parents were more concerned with, don't copy things. Don't, co you know, you see something in a movie, don't copy it. Oh, see, you're lucky. Mine were like, don't listen to this, don't listen to that. But, like, as I got older, like, you naturally just rebel. And, right. you know, it's funny now, just all the stuff that my parents had said, oh, that you can't listen to that because it's too adult. Or, like, close your eyes with a movie. No, you know, I, I don't know. They were, I was pretty lucky as a kid, like, and, you know, they had to go to bed at a certain time. Oh, yeah, us too. <laughs> At some point. Us too. Well, they did. I mean, as yeah. a kid, you know, I'd sneak out and go into the living room and be like, hey, what's on? Oh, we got Cinemax. That's great. You know, <laughs> and it would be great. But, um, yeah, yeah. My, you know, some things my parents are better off not knowing. But Oh, yeah. Oh, no. My parents still hear stories. So. Yeah. I think I turned out pretty well adjusted. I don't know. I just know that. Um, oh, my parents just recently found out that. Um, my sister Lindsay and I, my youngest sister and I, used to forge their signatures Ooh. so we could leave school early. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. oh, my parents never caught on. Damn, that that would have been awesome. I wish I thought. Well, I loved high school. See, I did too, but I was just like I went through my rebellious phase. I can think Madonna. Sure. What was your number four? So wait, what? Uh, yeah. Were we? So we were at number five. So number four is Beautiful Stranger. Oh yes. From I the love Austin that Powers. Music. I actually have never seen those movies. Really? No. Like we were in a lot. I was like nine when that came out, so right. it was obviously too adult. But I never watched them. No. I offense. would like to, but I. Wouldn't it be able? I I don't know. If you've seen one of them, you've seen all three oh, of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, I, I, they're some of my favorite movies. Is it kind of like The Hangover, like <sighs> where it's like the same, like after the first one? The jokes just get beaten to death. Yeah. I love Mike Myers, but at the same time, he's very, very tough to like sit through more than one movie like every two three months. Have you ever seen his movie? Um, I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah. I love that movie. Great soundtrack. Oh, that is a great soundtrack. Brian and I just watched that uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Oh, for the first time? Um, I watched it about two weeks before that for the first time. And oh, then I said, it's a great movie. Yeah. That's really fun. I I didn't see that until I was in my early 20s, I think. But that's a great movie. I love Wayne's World. That's a classic. Um, yeah, I think those are the only two movies of his that I've seen. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was going to say at some point, if you'd like to watch the Austin Powers movies, we yeah, have all three of them. I would love to. Because they, they are an experience. I'll, yeah, I'll oh, I'm sure. That. Okay. <laughs> but, um, God. 
Uh, anyways, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, Beautiful Stranger. Um, great, great song. Really underrated song, as far as yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I feel like people don't think about it. You know, they if, if you played it for somebody, they'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. What's this? Um, Brendan, it's one of Brendan's favorites. Uh, oh, yeah, Brendan's here. Yeah, Brendan, you I love Beautiful you. Stranger, right? And Into the Groove is your favorite Madonna song? I'd say so. Yep. You and I have that in common. It's your favorite? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, have you ever seen the movie that it's in, uh, Desperately Seeking Susan? No. It's everything about the 80s and more. Like, just from the horrible fashion to, like... The hair. The hair, everything. Oh, my... Did your mom... Did your guys' mom have, like, the big hair? Like, Madonna, like, the um, big, like, aqua net, like... My mom had the 80s bangs. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like in the curly hair. My mom definitely did shit with her hair. Um, I don't have many pictures of my mom back like before the '90s. To be oh, honest. Oh, really? Yeah, she's she's kind of done the same thing for the last you know so amount of time with mm-hmm. her hair. But um, I know back in the '80s it was a different. Like time. the bigger the hair, like, like you're closer to God. Like the yeah. higher the hair, and uh, I just love anything '80s. I'm so mad I was born at the end of them. Like I was saying earlier, yeah. I just love the style. Well, thank God for the music. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's one nice thing is like you can listen to anything that came out from 1981 to you know 80 to mm-hmm. 89, and you didn't have to wait like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. lot of people, you know, they'd be like, "Oh man, I love uh, Run DMC. I can't wait till the next thing," and then they have to wait two years. I love Run DMC. Yeah. That's one of my favorite rap bands. Yeah. Well, not bands, it's, but rap um, When people ever ask me about Run DMC, it's I always say it's tricky. Oh, <laughs> I love the jokes. I love the puns. Thank you. I love a good pun. That's all my life is. I just, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have to make jokes about everything. But mm. um, I love it. I love, you know. Somebody told me to walk this way once, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Beautiful Stranger. Go listen to it if you haven't heard it. Trust me. Uh, my number three, Borderline. Oh, that's a cute song. That was my aunt's favorite song by her. Yeah. Like that. Oh, that's a good one. That's a real, I don't I almost forgot about that one too. That's like another hidden gem, like Papa Don't Preach. Yeah, well, anytime I hear Borderline, I think of Into the Groove. Mm-hmm. They're not the same song by any means, but they give me that same feeling of um, happiness. Yeah. They, they're like poppy, mm-hmm. and you know, just, they sound great. They sound great, and Borderline is it's a fun song. Um, but yeah, just uh, there's something about that that early Madonna pop sound mm-hmm. that I, I love it. Me too. Uh, and her voice sounds so much different. Yeah, it's so it does. Funny. It doesn't sound the same at all. Not at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like you know, just you couldn't go wrong. Couldn't mm-hmm. go wrong those early years, and no wonder she had such a huge um, career. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny people are gonna be surprised because Holiday didn't make my top list. Um, Holiday's great. Material though. Girl, I just I don't know certain songs. I'm very particular with my uh, Madonna. Hmm. But um, you know, what my number two is what? Live to Tell. Oh, that's a great one too. That's one that I didn't really hear ever until the last few years, and. Musically, like the lyrics are great, but it's it, for me, it's the music. Mm-hmm. That one, that is such a good sounding song. The mm-hmm. production, everything about it. 
Um, I think it was used for some Sean Penn movie or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were married for a hot minute back in the day. Yeah. You ever watch when uh, he like goes to hit the church lady in the SNL yes, sketch? Yes. Yes. I think Madonna. Um, it's not very whatever. Yes. Yeah. I like him a lot. I think he's a phenomenal actor, and I think he's very underrated. Like he came a long way from playing Spicoli in Fast Times. See, that's my favorite Sean Penn movie. Oh, really? That yeah. was like his. Fr- oh, mine is I Am Sam. Oh, that movie makes me cry. But, <laughs> but uh, that I, is, yeah. he was so convincing and plays it well. You know, plays with someone with developmental disabilities so well. And, um, oh, he's just, oh, he's underrated. I feel, I love him in, um, oh, God. Mr. Kramer. Yes, with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, I had such a huge crush on Kevin Bacon um, when I was in, like, middle school, like, eighth grade. It was a weird time for me. But <laughs> Mystic River was great. I love Mystic River. But, um, yeah, I think it's just very underrated. But, fa- you know what? I'm going to probably just watch Fast Times later. That's just a, such a classic oh, God, yeah. 80s movie. It's one of my favorites. Oh, mine too. Um, in fact, I actually did a podcast. You That's did. That's a great segue. Um, in which episode was it? Um, shit. Is there was an episode that I did, Teen, teen Movies of the 80s. Mm. Yeah, it's actually my number one. Really? Spoiler alert for anybody oh. <laughs> who wanted to go listen to the podcast. Yeah, I would say Fast Times is in my top five for, like, teen movies. Yeah. I just think it's so relatable and so, like, I I don't know. I just love it. And I love um, Judge Reinhold. I think he's a great, he's one of those, too. He's very yeah. underrated and... I'm surprised he never got into law, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, me too. And Jennifer Jason. Oh, yeah, because of his name. Right. But uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. The Lynch, Honorable Judge Ryan. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Jason Lee's another great actress in a lot of, like, indie films. Like, yeah. she's great. Um, yeah, I just, I love that movie. It's wonderful. I actually, um, when I lived out in California um, for a time um, in my late 20s, um, a friend of mine actually... He actually just moved back home with his husband, but they lived out in California for five years. They lived right by the mall. It's called Sherman Oaks Gallery. Yeah. Where it was filmed, and I had gone there. And it's like Aviation Mall now, though. And when you walk in, and we got the Beats playing on the right over and over. Yeah, the Go Go's is. Oh, I love them too. Yeah. But um, yeah, to go see in the mall, and it's just it's like Aviation Mall now, where it's just like mostly empty and nothing like like we were saying like the malls like back in the 80s and 90s were such a huge deal but yeah like it's just where else could you go see tiffany do a concert I love, oh my gosh okay i think we're alone now is my cousins <laughs> my cousin james and i like our favorite karaoke song i know like oh my gosh you're singing that song with your cousin like nothing incestuous i, <laughs> I don't judge i know we're like in upstate new york and you know like upstate rural new york but i swear oh, to you nothing happened <laughs> We the Alabama like, of the North. I know, right? <laughs> That's how I feel like Washington County is. Don't come after me, guys. I know, you know, like, just don't come after me with that. But <laughs> I do love being from this area. But, no um, comment. Right? <laughs> oh, goodness. If anybody's going to fuck my sister, it's going to be me. <laughs> right? Oh, God. No, no, no. Tammy Lynn, get me my goddamn Budweiser and a sandwich. Oh, Stat. So bad. So bad. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Live to Tell, great fucking song. Yeah. If You know, I feel like it's probably the most underrated Madonna song. Oh, I is. do too. One of them, yeah. Um, 
So, so what number is your one, numero uno. What do you think it is? I'm not sure. You've been shocking me. So I feel yeah. like whatever. What is your numero uno? Well, I you know, like they always say, bitch. I'm Madonna. I'm a basic bitch. I'm Greg. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I had to go with like. Oh, I, I like that. I, I like to. that. Of course. What else could it have been? You know, that first when you... Sh- life is a mystery. Yeah. Like, it's all over. It's all over. There's nothing... Yeah. You can't escape it. Um, great fucking song. It was used in the film Gummo, which I, I don't know it. if you've ever seen Gummo. No. It's a very fucked up movie. Very fucked up. Um, I used to watch it all the time with uh, my friends... And by that, I mean I watched it four or five times. It's really fucked up, but... Um, what is it about? Like, the general... It's like this small town in the middle of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Everything is really, like, rednecky and mm-hmm. gross. and It's fucked up. Like, it's not a documentary or anything. Mm-hmm. The guy who did Spring Breakers did it. Oh, okay. Um, he made a bunch of movies, and, and Gummo just... One day I happened to watch it, and it's one of those movies that people watch it and they just feel gross after. Mm-hmm. But, um... I don't know, I like to roast it whenever I watch it. <laughs> and Like a Prayer was used in it, and I was like, oh man, I fucking love the music. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, if anybody's seen Gummo, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, uh, stay I'll as far away as you can. <laughs> now, like, my curiosity is peaked. Now I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> I, I, I do I do try to uh, be a mean spokesman, you know, for things. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. that, that brings us, you know, that's it. That was the whole list. That doesn't even feel like it's been an hour. It feels yeah. like it was only like 10 minutes. Thank you. I feel well, like that went past. I love these podcasts. Me like too. doing these are my favorite things in the world. You this know? is my first podcast. Like you broke me in. Well, like I like it. Hopefully you can come back because yes, this has I been a lot to. of fun. Um, and before we uh, seek rest out, is there anything <laughs> that you'd like to say to the Greg heads? Um, I don't anything. know. What, I don't know. Oh, I'm on the spot. I can't think of anything clever. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, you know, I think that the Gregheads are going to cherish this one. Um, <laughs> thank you all for being true blue uh, Gregheads. Love the puns. Um, you know, one song I could never relate to was Like a Virgin. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have any other jokes. Hopefully I'll live to tell the... Uh, <laughs> The I really story do this like podcast. The puns. Thank you. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. Um, but yeah, you know, like Madonna always says, um, music makes the people come together. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Those and are some words to live by. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the best way to go out mm-hmm. on this one. So, um, everybody, you already know what I'm about to say. Um, thanks for listening. Shout out to everybody. Uh, You've made it this far. Uh, We'll see you soon. Have a great night. And remember, this is episode 69. This is the nice episode. So, uh, thanks for, you know, joining me for 69 weeks of great episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seacrest out.